0: Hey, it's Rob and Kennedy. Hello today on the email marketing
1: show. We're talking to Clayt Mask, the CEO and co-founder of Keep, formerly known as Infusionsoft, who invented the sales and marketing automation systems for small businesses. Today, we are really excited that not only are we talking to the Clay Mask from Keep, but we're also going to be talking about how you can amplify specific email campaigns by putting them and raising them onto a pedestal.
0: Now, before we get into that, if you would like our list of the top 10 books we recommend to improve your email marketing, and actually most of them are not email marketing books, they're like the other skills that will help to support and bolster your email marketing, that's just one of the resources that you'll find completely for free when you head over to emailmarketingheroes.com forward slash resources.
1: He doesn't like Oreos, but he's never actually
0: tried one. It's comedy hypnotist Robert Temple and he wrote a play about teenage pregnancy when he was 16. I wonder if it was a true story. It's psychological mind reader, Kennedy. Yeah, what's your deal with Oreos then? They just don't look very nice.
1: I agree. It looks like somebody's burnt them.
0: (laughs) I mean, apparently, I think I like bourbon biscuits and I feel like it could be a cross between a bourbon biscuit and a custard cream, but I'm just not very impressed. Uh, Yeah. And they've started putting them in everything else now, like ice cream and everything else.
1: This is the show where we give course creators, coaches and membership site owners everything that you need to use psychology driven email marketing and be the email marketing hero of your business with a brand new episode every email marketing Wednesday.
0: Now, listen, we've got to have a difficult conversation here because this what? is getting really out of hand now. This email marketing Wednesday thing, the hashtag is everywhere. It's in the group. It's on Twitter. I'm getting really pissed off with the whole thing. So just don't, <laughs> don't, don't keep them going with you this. You can't stop, right. stop a trend, Wednesday. mate. You can't stop a trend. It's just Wednesday. It's just Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them about the Sponsorship. Okay, this week's episode is sponsored as ever by ResponseSuite.com. It's our survey, quiz, and application form tool that integrates with your marketing systems to make you more sales. If you want to take it for a trial, you can do that for just $1 for 14 days over at ResponseSuite.com. Now, Kennedy, our guest today, Clayt Mask, founder of, uh, co-founder of uh, Keep, formerly known as Infusionsoft. I've mm-hmm. got three potential facts for you here, as ever, and your job is to guess which one of these is true. So, click try and keep a straight face if you possibly can. Poke a face, as they say. Kennedy, Clayton Mask is regularly mistaken for another Clayton Mask at Keep. Right. Wanted to get a pet. Wanted to get a pet dog and call him Clayton, but wasn't allowed. And has a parking space with his name on it at the Keep office. Which of those facts about Clayton Mask's name is true?
1: Oh no, these are really good. You're usually terrible at putting these things together. Um, it's, I'm I'm partly tempted to believe the first one in that is he regularly mistaken for another Clayton Mask at Keep because that's such an outrageous idea. Like there's somebody else in the world called Clayt Mask, I think, well, there probably is, I guess, but who works at Keep, that sounds crazy, wanting to have a pet dog call him Clayton I don't think, like, I know Clay, He's he hasn't, I don't think he would do that, I just don't think he would do that, Park and Space, well, he should have a parking Space, there's a name on it, but maybe he has a driver, I mean, he's Clay Mask, you know, he's he probably has people who do that, I'm gonna just go, because the most ridiculous one, with, is there somebody else at Keep called Clayt Mask who you get mistaken for, Clay? Ding 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 ding! You got it. That's right. Is that one of the things? Yes. Like you had to be to be in the first five employees, you had to be called Clayton Mask.
2: <laughs> no, we we just uh, recently hired my son, who's also named Clayton Mask, and so he he uh, he's been a partner of ours, working in our partner ecosystem, and occasionally I've been mistaken for him in that in that context. But yes, now he works at Keep, and so that is true. Number one.
1: Wow! 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 Yeah. Okay. But
0: and they I didn't think you, you were going to get that. I you, thought you'd think I just made that up, and it was a terrible. Like,
1: I've just got this idea of him being mistaken. Like young Clay goes out the room, older Clay comes back in. They're going, "Oh, you've look. Have you changed your shirt? <laughs> <laughs> have, you changed your <laughs> <laughs> have you changed your hair? Or yeah, something's right. uh, new glasses. I love it. I love it. Uh, Clay, welcome to the show. Thanks for being here with us. Hey, great to be with you guys. You guys are awesome. That was a fun intro. <laughs> Good. Well, we've got to get into some content now, I'm afraid. Sorry about that. So, let's let's <laughs> let's let's do a little bit of that. So, one of the things that keep is definitely a pioneer on is this idea of um, what used to be called, I think, integrated marketing or multi-channel or in America, multi-channel marketing. Right. Or um, or now, obviously, marketers needed a new name to sell more books and courses. So we called it omni-channel marketing. Um, I mean, do you, how do you, how important do you think that multiple touch point surrounding people with your messages today? Is that important? Absolutely. Um, and it's easier than ever today.
2: You know, we we created the software many years ago on the basis of these multi-channel campaigns, being able to get your message through to your, the, the audience, the recipient, by email, by phone call, by letter, by, believe it or not, by fax back then when yes. we first created the software. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, there are a few little places if you know where to look, you can still see references to fax because... It was, an, it was an effort to it was to enable these very savvy marketers who did use fax and email and direct mail and then interspersed a phone call to get the message through to the customer. And without a doubt, we saw across our customers who practiced that type of multi-channel approach a much higher open rate, a much higher effect, um, effectiveness of their campaigns because of that multi-channel approach. It just takes a lot of discipline. Um, You can't be lazy and take that approach. You've gotta be really orchestrated and serious about it, but it's absolutely more effective.
0: Hmm. It sounds like a really interesting amplified version of the thing we talk about all the time, which is this idea of being 3D, which is the fact that just because somebody's on your list, so like they're on our list, we email them every day, 365 days of the year. They probably don't see every single email, most of them, because people are busy and inboxes are cluttered. But equally, they also see us on social media. They also listen to a, you know the, the podcast every week. They also see us in our Facebook group. And because we get to surround the market that way, if you now take that and apply it to a structured marketing campaign with very specific goals of moving somebody from being prospect to customer, customer to repeat customer, etc. Uh, then that, that's really powerful. It does sound on the surface when you bring in things like, you know, um, physical mail through the post and phone calls and everything else. It sounds possibly like the kind of thing that only big businesses would do. And, you know, me as my humble one man, one woman, one person business might not be able to do it. Where, where do you sit on that?
2: Yeah, you're exactly right. That's the, that's the impression that people have. What I say is, I've I've seen a lot of of uh, marketers do this effectively as a one-person company, a solopreneur, but they definitely need to have an orientation to marketing and have a desire. To, you know, they they have to have that understanding of how effective it can be. Otherwise, it seems like uh, duplicate work. It seems repetitive. Um, and as you all know, the most common mistake that we make as business owners is we think oh, well, I've already told them that. <laughs> As if we send, tell them one time and everybody on the list got the message, right? <laughs> right. So um, you, if, you, if, you, if you're not careful, you fall into that trap. And so it seems like, well, I just send everything by email, that's sufficient. But the savvy marketers know otherwise. And so sometimes you have savvy marketers, they're solopreneurs. Um, other times it does take more resources and you see, the, the bigger the company gets, the more they do that type of um, multi-channel approach.
1: Yeah, I love it. I love it. Okay. So what, one of the things we wanted to really talk to you about was how we use a particular channel in order to amplify a particular campaign we might be sending out. So let's say, for example, we're a, we're going to send out, we've got a new promotion. Maybe we're a coach. Maybe we've got a, a course or we're, we're opening up our membership again or we've got a new offer. And we're going to say, okay, we've spent some real effort on this email campaign there was something we were talking about just when we're having a bit, when we're just hanging out beforehand um, that that you've seen work really, really well. And when you told about it, told us about it, I thought Rob was going to fall over. So do you want to just spill the beans on that if we can put you on the spot?
2: Yeah. um, It's that it's a lot easier today to do multi-channel than it was many years ago. And specifically, the ability to combine text messages with email messages is that we're seeing a very, very effective uh, method to get your, your message to your market. So just a very, very simple way to do this. And, and for a little background for listeners, um, although we do email marketing, email marketing at Keep, we've also recently introduced text marketing um, by broadcast or by one to one or uh, you know even in, as a step in a campaign. But what we're finding as we've introduced that capability, one of the most common use cases is for our customer to sim- to send a very simple text message thats in, in broadcast form, by the way, um, out to your list that says, hey, Joe, just want to let you know, I just dropped an email in your inbox with some really important stuff. You want to make sure you get that, you check it out right away. Um, in a very conversational way. And then that amplifies or or heightens the importance of the email that you've sent. It's not just a matter of now you've sent two messages. That, by the way, that's the common mistake people make when they think about multi-channel. They think, oh, well, one plus one equals two. No, 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 no. It's one plus one equals three if ever there was that. Because just like you you all know that uh putting your message into another medium whether that's radio or tv or billboards or whatever else it amplifies the message of your your primary communication that's what happens when you send a text message but now you do it in a very personal way and you're elevating the importance of the email you just sent
1: them i mean for somebody to to drop you a quick message by text to your phone which says hey i just dropped you an email the, even if they know, which let's we're not lying to people, we're not trying to mislead people. They know that probably somebody, you, did not send them that text. That was probably part of an automation. That is mm-hmm. absolutely fine. Because the conditioned response as human beings, when somebody drops you a text, when you get a text that says, I've just sent you an email, that says, I better go check my email. Because if they're not in their email app right now, it's not their time of the day or one of their 30 times a day that they check their email. This is going to drive them to check that email. And it's not just going to drive them to check their email. It's go- It's driving them to check your email email. It's not right. saying I'm scrolling through my inbox, looking at what I want to choose to read. No, everything else disappears. You create what we lovingly call the environment of zero competition. You are not competing for their eyeballs in your inbox because you're saying, hey, look for my name in your inbox. That is, and then the, the effect on that must be huge, right? Yeah, it, it dramatically
2: increases the open rates. Um, we We were you know it's funny because when we introduced the the text marketing capabilities we we thought of it um, and and kind of shame on us you know we thought of it as a, a an alternative that a lot of people would use to email because a lot of people were complaining, oh my open rates have gone down blah 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 you all you hear it all all the time but uh, what we found was smart communicators smart marketers realized oh no I, this is just a way for me to now I don't have to put everything in the text message. I can put the whole message in my into the email, and I can send a text. And it just turned out to be a bit of a surprise to us that that's the most common and most effective use case. By the way, to to one up it a little bit, what we've seen some of our customers do is they'll say, um, "Click here to go to check it out." So so they can they host the email content on a, on a page, and then uh, using our software, the customer the recipient of the text message can then click on our our customer's link and they, can, uh, they don't have to actually leave to go to their email box. It's just right there. But there are benefits to getting them into the email box. There are benefits to getting them in uh, immediately from a click over to a hosted, over the hosted content. But either way, we're working at this multi-channel approach. And I just love how easy it is today versus in the past mm-hmm. where you had to Send out direct mail and do phone calls, you know, a bunch of other stuff.
0: Can you imagine sending somebody a letter today to let them know that you sent them an email? And by the time right. the letter arrives, the email's like three weeks ago. That'd be so excellent.
1: On Tuesday, I'm going to send you a text, and that text will tell you about the email. And the
0: email. <laughs> I have, I mean, and the, you know, this is fixing something because I have seen there's. um oh, there's a marketer in the UK whose list I'm on somehow. And um, (laughs) they run quite a lot of masterclasses and events and, and, and online programs and that kind of thing. And they do the opposite of this almost, which is the bad version of this, which is I'll get a raft of emails selling me a thing And at the same time, after maybe like for every three emails I get, I'll get a couple of text messages through, but they're not serving the purpose of moving my attention back to my email. They're just irritating me by barking at me with a different direction. That would be like, you know, if you're standing having an argument with your partner and then suddenly the mother-in-law comes in and she joins in the argument, like that's how it feels with that kind of approach. But this is so nice as a method. And I mean... In, to, to compare this to a real life thing, like in internally in our business, all of our communication happens on slack. But every now and then if Kennedy send and he, if Kennedy sends me a message, he, he knows he'll get a reply from me typically within the next half an hour or hour or whatever. Um, but if there's something urgent, then he can drop me a quick WhatsApp message and say, "Go and check Slack," and I'll go and check it immediately. And I do it, and right. I, I can feel that emotion happening within this within this. And sales it's an unconscious
1: response. And that, obviously, we're all about the psychology of email. It's an unconscious response when you get a text from somebody saying, "Hey, I've just sent you an email." You don't need to, you don't need to sell them on opening the email. It, you don't need no. to say, "And it's got the three things you need to do to do a, a, you know to fix your whatever." In fact, that will kill it. I've just sent you a quick email. Check it, out. Check it out ASAP. That is definitely going to do it. But the other thing that's really, really important for me... Well, I've had, I've had an idea. I don't know if it would work, so I'm going to share it. And maybe maybe it'll work. Maybe it won't. Maybe we'll just laugh at Kennedy for a bit, and that's fine. But the the first thing is what we're doing is we're getting an extra level of commitment. Like, every time somebody has to do yes. something, take an action... So if you put the whole message in the text you are doing that bombarding thing. You're just doing the same as you would on any other channel. Whereas if you send a text and then they have to, now go out with the text, and they have to open up their email client. They're now committing to reading your message. Now they open up your message. They're They're now in what we call a yes set. They're in an active state. They're no longer in a passive state of scrolling through whose emails am I gonna delete today? So that's a really important psychological factor. Now, I had a little thought. I don't know if the tech exists to do this, but imagine if the link that was in the text message was like a smart link. I know you can do this on podcasts, which I got the idea from where it would actually open up their email client on their phone when they click the link. So can hmm. you get it so when they click on that link, it opens up their Apple Mail or their Gmail on their phone. I'm assuming you could probably do that kind of thing. So you're helping them make that jump. I don't know.
2: Yeah, I think you're right that we can do that. I don't know that our customers are doing it that way or, the, or, or if we've enabled them to do that. But, but you're right, getting them into the medium of email... And your email specifically is valuable. So that's a really great question. You know, this is pretty new for us over the last few months as we've been watching people do this. But I'm going to take that, uh, that thought to our team and see if we could do that to get them right into their email client. Yeah, it's certainly really, really with
0: the big five or big six email providers, you know, the big ones, the obvious uh, app based Uh, email Mm -hmm. clients that that would be excellent i'm interested Mm -hmm. obviously one of the things that this brings up is the fact that we have to um we have to get their phone numbers of some some description as well now with customers that could be fairly easy and straightforward i guess because we just um We just put it on the order form and then they fill it in when they buy. Uh, If somebody's not yet a a customer and they don't want to go as far as having the opt-in form have a phone number on it, because that for a lot of businesses, especially if you're like B to C, that could be friction in getting the opt-in in in the first place. Have you come across anything particular that uh, people are doing in order to collect that phone number? Like, is there an extra step in this process somewhere or is it just offer it to customers? Um, you know, the most common thing is that they'll just just collect the email
2: address on the first screen and then on the second, you know the second one, get the additional information. It again, the psychology of once you've done the one thing, it's a lot easier to do this to add the phone number and the additional information. but it's it, it it's a blocker when you put that required field in the first form. So that's that's just, proven psychology that's worked out. We see that across our customers and that's still the most common thing is just, go for the simple email address at the beginning, then uh, append additional information on the second screen.
1: That's another massive takeaway. Not enough people that we see, especially in the markets we look at these days, are doing two-step opt-in like that, Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. where they're saying, give me the basic information, and then the next bit, oh, if you want, you can also give us this. Uh, So you could do email address only. I remember back in the day, like maybe 10 years ago, people were doing email only, hit submit, so at least you've captured that, then the next screen, you could, we were asking for first name, last name. I remember doing that. But actually popping in first name, last name, phone number, making those optional, I think is, is a really amazing extra bit of gold in this episode, which I think, I'm thinking flipping out, we need to go back around and do that. Because collecting phone numbers is something we started doing fairly recently compared to everything else we're doing, and it is so valuable to us. Um, and then adding in this, this, this text message thing is absolutely awesome. Wow.
2: Yeah, and one thing you said, Kennedy, that I think is really important for people to to not uh, gloss over. There, you as you said in that text message, you don't need to sell. In fact, you shouldn't sell. You don't want to put benefits in there. You don't. You don't want. That's not what people are used to when they get a text message. They're used to a very personal, very short, simple, take action. Right. I, I joke about this with my kids because if you look at. Older, older people's text messages are very long, shorter, younger people's text messages are very short. And, <laughs> and most, most people are not inclined, they don't want to receive long text messages. Right. So cool. you've put all of your content into the email, make the text message reminder, very, very personal, very short, very direct. And, and, you know, get in and get out of their lives quickly, because that's what they're used to in that medium and it will serve the purpose beautifully to el- elevate and amplify the importance of your email message.
1: Absolutely love it, Rob. Have you got any final things before we move on because I mean we could talk about we could talk to Clay all day about all this stuff because the insights this man has got about email automations ridiculous but
0: no just go and do this because it's flipping excellent. Absolutely
1: awesome. Okay, let's go into
0: this week's subject, subject line
1: of the, the week. week,
0: subject line of, of the week. week. We have a
1: subject line every single week and we were talking about a really good one before Clay. <laughs> yeah I'll,
2: i'm happy to tell this i i uh this was a fun story that happened years ago in fact speaking of my son he was he was the subject of the subject line <laughs> so what happened so we were this was years ago in the earlier, you know kind of uh business was going we were moving along pretty nicely and we we had a big quarterly sales goal that we were trying to get to and we got down to um a few, it was it was the second quarter, I remember, and we we're coming down to the end of June. And we had told our kids, hey, we've got this big goal we're trying to hit. And if we hit this goal, we're going to go to SeaWorld in San Diego, which is, we live in Arizona, so it's kind of a fun thing to go over to the beach, go to SeaWorld. And we got our kids all excited about it. So they were, you know, cheering and rooting for uh, dad's company to hit the goal and we were coming down to the last few days of the month and quarter and we were short a little bit and and so i i wrote an email and the subject line was help my kids see shamu and <laughs> and, and i and i wrote a very open transparent email about my kids and their ages and what we had what we had hoped to accomplish in this family vacation and but we were only going to go we told them all along if we hit this certain goal and 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 then of course made the and why this is important to you. um, We're we're making kind of a crazy special offer here at the end of the quarter in order to um, try to put get over the hump and hit this sales goal. And it was a it was a smash hit. We not only did we blow away the sales goal in the last few days, but I had a whole bunch of people. Hey, sir, your kids going get? Did you guys make it? Are you getting to see? Are they getting to see Shamu and? And, you know, they took this personal interest in, in my kids being able to go on this trip. And so it was just a fun thing that, that happened years ago. But I always remembered. I think the, the, the key was it was very personal. Yeah. Um, I was very transparent about myself and my family and something that was important to us. And then, of course, turned it into why it mattered to them. And when you connect with people on that personal level, now they cared about my kids. It was it was really cool. It was re- it was a fun thing to not only hit the goal, but also to establish connections with those customers.
1: Loads of lessons in that. Absolutely. This week's Subject, Subject Line of the week.
0: week, Subject Line of the week. week. Clay, nice and easy one for you. For people who want to find out more about you guys and Keep and everything that you're doing, tell us, where do we go?
2: Yeah, keep.com, K-E-A-P.com. Um, a little quick note about that. People ask me all the time, hey, why would you guys change your name for Infusionsoft? Well, uh, we have always been about the grit of entrepreneurs. And that—that—that that, that is what we celebrate. It's the grit of entrepreneurs to keep going, keep serving, keep growing their business. And Keep is all about that. And so they can go to keep.com, K-E-A-P.com to learn more.
1: Absolutely. Amazing. Awesome. Thank you so much for hanging out with us and sharing so much.
2: Yeah, Rob Kennedy, great to be with you guys. You're awesome. This was a ton of fun. (laughs) Thanks.